Jordan. Ian. Who went cave exploring, took a wrong turn, and ended up getting kidnapped by mole people. Sigourney Weaver? No. See you guys. What? Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Two Guys What's Up. My name is Jordan and as always I am joined by the sexiest guy I know, Ian. Oh, you just got that the wrong way around. Oh, sh- yeah, sorry, I think that was your line, Jordan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the poll said otherwise. Yeah, the poll did say otherwise, right, but I have got quite the story coming up for you which is going to make you think twice about your pathetic little poll. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they all say. That's what my wife calls my... No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Is that what she says? Now I'm not going to go there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> My life. Anyway, how are you today? I'm all right, thank you. How are you? I think I'm all right, yeah. It's been quite the week, to be honest. Oh, go on. Yes, yeah, so as I was saying, right, you won the trophy for the sexiest voice on the podcast, right? I'd like to think it also wasn't just the voice. <laughs> well, no one knows what you look like, but... <laughs> They maybe do, but... (laughs) Yeah, so this week I have actually got myself an admirer, which I can only assume has come through the podcast. Okay. Right, and I'm going to tell you the story of my encounter with this admirer. You haven't heard the story yet. You haven't, haven't, right, so... Is this your mum? (laughs) Good job, son! (laughs) You're in for quite the treat. Okay. Right, so this started on the 6th of March, 23. So I got an email from a woman who called herself Mary, and it said, Ian, hi, that's my email. And that was it. <laughs> okay. And I received that at 3.24 in the morning. Is this to your personal or two guys what's up email? It's to my personal email. Right. So I'm, I'm assuming they're stalker mode because they must have found my email somehow. Okay. So I woke up the next morning and I was like, I don't really know anyone called Mary. So I, I messaged back saying, I'm sorry, who is this? You know, just being polite, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was something important. Maybe it's someone I did know and I, I just forgot. <laughs> so I sent them an email back and then I received an email back from them saying, I found found your email address on a dating website. My boyfriend is out of town and I want to give you head. <laughs> I really hope this isn't you, Mum. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think that far ahead. God, yeah. So I got that and I was like, what? Thinking to myself, I, was like, I haven't even been on a dating website. I mean, I've been in a relationship for the last 10 years. So <laughs> since, since the inception of this email, I haven't been on any dating websites. I don't think I've ever even really been on a dating website. So I was like, whatever, right? So I blocked it. It's your wife just trying to catch you out, you see. Yeah. <laughs> she always said she'd pull some shit like this. <laughs> So anyway, I blocked it. That was the end of it. I thought nothing else of it. And then a couple days ago, I woke up to another email sent about 1.39 in the morning. They had changed their name and it just said, Afternoon, Ian. This is my new email box. And they changed the name to Kim this time. Kim Possible. Kim Possibly. Kim Possibly. <laughs> I don't know any Kim. I've ne- I don't think I've ever known a Kim. But that came through again at stupid o'clock in the morning. Okay. So I emailed them back and I said, who's this? Kim replied saying, Ian, hi, my BR is not in town. Let's meet. Here are my pictures. Kim Harrison Gallery. Please sign in on this site and find my profile. My name is Kim91. Kisses, Kim. So I was like, this time I'm going to have a little bit of fun. Uh, just to see what the hell goes on. So I, so I replied, oh, so cool. What town are you in? Also, what is a BR? Because I presume they, they're supposed to say BF. <laughs> just a bit clumsy on the keyboard, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fat fingers. Been this overweight old guy. <laughs> yeah, most likely. 
So Kim replied saying, Ian, oh, my boyfriend could read this email. That's why we should start our meeting on this site. Just find me at Kim11 profile. So since the last time they've given me a profile, they've changed the profile. Okay. (laughs) That was sent at 3.15 in the morning. And then at 4.15, they were getting a little bit impatient. And I got another email saying, Ian, did you get my last email? I'm waiting for you online in my chat room. (laughs) And then some bizarre link. I emailed back saying, so your boyfriend's out of town. Wouldn't it be a little bit fun if we got caught what town are you in we could meet today ian p.s how kinky are you (laughs) nice so uh, i got an email back saying i hope you want to date me i don't use this email please contact me on kim 99 another link oh my god (laughs) and then i said you seem to be using it quite well we've had quite the conversation so far what kinky things would you do if we dated would you put an oven glove on and slide it up my bum to the elbow That's what you said. Yeah, that's what I said. I carried on to say, would you spit in my eyes and call me your naughty little slimy slug-eyed boy? (laughs) Tell me you'd roast my testicles on an open flame and I'll click that link. (laughs) They responded saying, I have several naked pics for you. It's on my private gallery, which is another link. Just sign in here to find my profile. Kim Smith, which is a completely different name and another profile. So I emailed back saying, look, you're not selling me with naked pics. Didn't you read my last email? I want a kitchen style fisting. (laughs) And then they replied, let's begin our meeting here. It is secure. Just find my profile. It's this profile. And then another link to profile and then followed by don't slow down. So I was like, I hope you don't slow down while you're shoulder deep inside my poop shoot, you dirty goblin. (laughs) And then... Uh, just to just to just to really uh, right honestly i think your mum's gone way too far <laughs> i'll get her on phone and give her a shout and after this just to really you know try and reel me in they sent me another email saying i've made another one pick for you today i'm online now waiting for you let's have a private talk here's my page and another profile and then just as we were setting up to record today i received another email amazing and it says Ian, honey, contact me on the chat page. I don't use email for private chatting with a sad winky face. A sad winky face? Yeah, like like a winky face, but with a, a little like down frown. But uh, yeah, so you can keep your trophy for your creepy sexy voice because I have a secret admirer who is willing to cheat on their BR just to be with me. You can have a mate. It's sound unhinged. Suck it, Jordan. <laughs> sound f***ing unhinged which i would completely expect they are the people into you (laughs) are you dissing my wife (laughs) no it's fine because she won't listen to this anyway so next time you see you'll you'll be safe in the knowledge that your head will remain on your shoulders a mutual friend will just cut that bit out and send it to her (laughs) i'll do it say it came from kim (laughs) (laughs) yeah That is hilarious. Completely reminded me of the comedian James Veach. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And when I was collating it into one story, I was uh, kind of thinking about him and I I had him in mind. So thank you, Mr. Veachy. I'll I'll tag him in this. So hopefully he'll have a listen. Oh, maybe. I might pass on their email to him and be like, here you go, have some fun. Oh, by the way, I've changed my email and my name by deed, Paul. Well, they they changed their name and their email, so why is it so hard to believe that I could do the same? You should forward it to Microsoft's head office email or something. (laughs) Yeah, please contact me at my work email address. (laughs) Bill Gates at Microsoft. That'd be so good. Oh, I love it. How productive. Uh, Absolutely insane. We're laughing, but what if this was a genuine want of love? Well, I'm married, thanks. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I don't think the exchange would have been quite as funny had I said that in the first instance. <laughs> she didn't seem to care that she was. Well, you know, some people thrive on infidelity, but not me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> are you gonna also isolate that clip and send that bit to your wife yeah <laughs> i'll just put that on repeat it's like hey darling have you heard this week's episode i thrive on monogamy i thrive on monogamy I th- <laughs> i'll just change it i thrive on infidelity <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna isolate that clip and send it to your wife is <laughs> this just turned to wife wars yeah, like, just see who can annoy each other <laughs> Well, that was excellent. What a start. Oh, tell me about it. And it's funny you should say that, because in episode 12 a couple of weeks ago, yeah. remember when I was struggling to find some genuinely creepy delivery stories? I do. And I thought there'd be so many of them. Well, a listener has submitted to us their own creepy delivery story. No way. And so I thought I'd just share this with us before we crack on. Oh, yeah, please do. So, it reads, What's up, guys? I guess they've kind of nicked your thing there, which is... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> they say... Loving the podcast and listening to episode 12 immediately reminded me of something that happened a few years ago to me as a delivery driver. Interesting. So I'm a delivery driver for a well-known company and usually most days go on with nothing notable happening. However, this day was one that did. Oh my God. Oh yeah. And he continues. <laughs> the way it works with us is that deliveries are done in hourly slots. And if we get ahead, we can park up and chill out. This particular day, I found myself with a good 25 minute gap. So I decided to park up at a local mirror and catch up on a YouTube as you do. As you do. I parked up in a car park that has about 50 spaces in it. And much to my surprise, I was the only one there. So proceeded to park in the far back corner as I normally would. So far, so good. Nice. About 15 minutes in, a small blue car enters the car park. Not blue. Yeah. <laughs> That's the creepy bit. Oh, God. Yeah, the it end. was a Ford Mondeo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, a small blue car enters the car park, circles the entire place, and then proceeds to come and park right next to me, despite the empty park. Uh-oh. Something bad's going to happen. Now, this place is popular with dog walkers, etc. But this guy, I'd say in his mid-50s, was on his own. Now, this is where the weird starts. I had my window open as it was a hot day. And he gets out and says hello, to which I politely say hello back. And then he comes round to my window and randomly asks me what I'm doing. I'm watching YouTube. (laughs) Then this happens. He goes on to say, Oh, so you're not watching porn then? Good. That stuff is all fake. The girl's walking, drops the knickers, has a way and then leaves. It's all fake, obviously. Nothing like that really happens. I wouldn't waste my time on such things. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Okay, indeed. (laughs) So our listener completely unsure what to say to him, replies, Well, best be off. (laughs) (laughs) And then started the van and drove off, leaving him there on his own. Yeah, best thing to do, I think. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Fast forward to the next day and I'm out and about again. This time I was about 10 miles away from where I was the day before. I was delivering to some rural farms and once again found myself in a gap, so I parked up. I chose a single track lane, which is about a mile long with a dead end. So I parked across the entrance to a field, facing the way I would need to leave, just in case a farmer needed to get past. Same again, a good 20 minute gap. So about 10 minutes into this gap, I'm not sure why, but I looked in the mirror and who should I see walking towards the van? The same guy! What? Yeah, he was about 200 metres away, wearing the same clothes and walking from the dead end part of the lane, so who knows where he came from as the end of the lane is a river. (laughs) Fishman! This time I didn't wait to see if he said anything, I just started the van and left. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, f***. (laughs) 
God noise. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. And he finishes with, I've been back to both locations several times again over the recent years and never seen him since. How creepy. Okay, I'd hazard a guess that's less paranormal, more fucking weirdo. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> See, there, there could be. You could argue there's like a bit of a, a paranormal aspect to it because where the hell did he come from that second time? Maybe he just finished a murder. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't actually wearing a red coat. That was just blood. <laughs> yeah, and how coincidental that he should see him again and so far away from where he saw him last time. Like, how weird. Yeah, that is really odd. Thank you for the submission there. If you happen to be listening and have some creepy stories yourself, please do tell and share. Yeah, tell us all of the stories. <laughs> anyway. What have you got coming up for us today? I have, at the end of the show, some would-you-rather questions for yourself, Ian. Oh, very which nice. Which I'm very excited <laughs> to hear your replies. Oh, brilliant. I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to going into that. And what have you got coming up, Ian? Well, today I am going to be retelling the famous, but maybe still one of the lesser known alien interaction stories of the Kelly Hopkinsville encounter. Okay. Do you know anything about that, Jordan? I know it was an alien encounter. Hey, man, very astute. <laughs> and uh, the encounter was with Kelly Hopkins. Uh, no, it was in a place in Texas near Kelly Hopkins. Kelly and Hopkinsville. Oh, okay. You presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to learn, though. Please tell. All right, then. This is a super strange one. There's a few twists, and even one that occurred within the last few years, which makes this even crazier, considering that this occurred in late August of 1955. Ooh, okay. A little while ago. Absolutely, yeah, a little while. This happened near the places of where the encounter gained its name, Kelly and Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Sorry, not Texas, <laughs> unless Texas is Kentucky. I'm terrible at geography. Moving forward. The night started in a farmhouse that belonged to the Sutton family. There were others in that surrounding area who reported seeing light and heard some strange noises and that's why this case has become more of the credible as almost an entire town saw and heard something strange that super creepy evening. Mm. Billy Ray Taylor and his family were visiting friends, the Sutton family, who lived in South Kentucky. The Suttons and Taylors made a full count of 11 people who were at the farmhouse that night and as they were sitting down to dinner that evening around 7pm, Billy thought, dude I'm thirsty. So he got up to get a drink of water but the house didn't have any plumbed pipes so <laughs> it involved him getting up, going outside and pumping the water by hand. Oh I see, yeah. I thought you were going to say getting up, going to the shop and getting a bottle of water. <laughs> no, uh, this was the, the time when, when pumps were commonplace in houses. <laughs> I do love a good pump. That fact was made up, endorsed by Jordan. <laughs> Pumpy fresh. <laughs> Pumpy fresh. <laughs> Two guys, what's up slogan. <laughs> So, at this point, good old Billy was guzzling down his water when he looked up to see three lights in the sky that were just hovering, stationary. He thought, nothing strange, probably just a weird plane or something, but he later said that the craft looked typical, as we have all come to know and love, the UFO was dish-shaped with a bunch of coloured lights. Okay. In dramatic fashion, he grabbed his water, he downed it, threw the glass on the floor, <laughs> ran back inside and tried to get everyone else to come outside to see the UFO, but they pretty much told him to stop being a big wally, and did the usual thing. Didn't actually take the five steps to go outside and see if he was right or not, they instead said it was just a shooting star or it was just a plane or you're drunk or stop making up stories or sorry i reckon that the water supply was laced with something <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, when was mk ultra <laughs> maybe it was uh, lsd yeah so they said stop calling swamp gas ufos you big you know, the usual sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but later, around 8pm, they almost have had a swig from Billy's silly juice because everybody started hearing strange noises emanating from the darkness that surrounded the farmhouse. Mm. Everyone started to get a little bit spooked, so naturally, Billy and a man named Elmer, one of the Suttons, were like, screw this. Did you say... What? Elmer? Elmer, yeah. I didn't realise that was a name. Uh, why? Why? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just, it reminds me of Elmo. Have you never heard of the name Elmer Fudd? Uh, I don't think so. From uh, Looney Tunes? No. Okay, right, well. Never used to watch that. Fair enough. Well, yeah, that is a name. That is <laughs> a name. Are there any other names? <laughs> Bringing you information and growing your mind. <laughs> Learning with Ian on Two Guys What's Up. Oh, amazing. Sorry, yeah, go on. So, Billington and Elmo. Oh, Elmer. One of the Suttons were like, screw this. So, they stuck on their trench coats, they stuck on some sunglasses, and in true Matrix style, grabbed a gun and decided to go out and see what the knight was trying to say to them. And it turns out, what it was trying to say was scary as shit. Something stepped out from between some trees. They couldn't see what it was, so they waited until they could get a better look. And when they saw what it was, they began shooting. They said that when the bullets hit the skin of the creature, it sounded like metal rolling around in an oil drum. Like tinny and hollow. Yeah, so it's like bing ba bing ba The creature did fall to the ground, but got back up and did one back into trees. <laughs> The two men thought they'd done good and they'd got the little bugger, so decided to walk over and see exactly what it was they had shot. As soon as they stepped off their porch, they looked up to see another one of the creatures sat on the roof, checking them out from above. So, sticking to their guns, they used their guns, and they shot at that one and all. <laughs> this little one on the roof, just like little sniper. <laughs> They're like, ah! <laughs> they heard that metallic noise again as the bullet made contact, but the critter pretty much laughed it off, so the two men ran back inside. Mm. So at this point, they didn't know if they were safe or not, if they had made the little buggers run away, or if they had just made them angry. And just a few moments later, it was made very clear as another family member, J.C. Sutton, exclaimed that he saw one of the creepy gits looking in through an open window. <laughs> J.C. and Billy shot at the window, obviously because at this point everybody had a gun and had matrixed up, but the same thing happened. Ding, ding, run away. <laughs> That should be a phrase. Ding, ding, run away. (laughs) (laughs) A short while later, the 11 farmhouse occupants were huddled in the house and could now hear footsteps running across their roof, little pitter-patter of creepy alien feet as these things scurried around, hitting the roof with their hands, trying to get to the gooey, yummy humans inside. They didn't know how many there were, and their guns seemed useless, so naturally, they were terrified. And I can hear you all at home screaming, Ian, you gorgeous man, you beautiful human, you glorious light-emanating poster boy of how we should all look due to your stunning jawline, your giant muscles, your huge... Uh, Ian. Oh, sorry. Get back to it. Sorry, I got a little bit carried away then. Yeah, you did. You're saying, Ian, tell us what these alien f***ers looked like. Well, fine. I'll tell you. You impatient little... Um, <laughs> almost went on another one then. Just calm down. Take a breath. It's fine. <laughs> so, think Goblin. Hence their other name, the Kelly Hopkinsville Goblins. They were about three feet in height. Large almond eyes. Almond eyes? Yeah, yeah. Large almond eyes. What's an almond eye? An almond-shaped. Right, okay. So, like, think alien grey. Like, that's the almond-shaped eyes. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Not just full of nuts. No, no, they weren't just squirrels. <laughs> As they're running away, ding, ding, all these little nuts are falling out. Yeah, behind them. Maybe that was the sound of the ding, ding, it was just those falling. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> they had big heads, pointy upright ears, skinny bodies, long arms with hands that had claws. Their legs seemed almost unusable by how skinny they were. Ugh. The family said that they either had silver skin or were wearing silver material jumpsuit, but it was too dark to tell for sure. Over the course of the night, it seems like the entities were playing with the family as they never actually breached the property they just spent the entire night scratching the walls making noises on the roof peering through windows getting shot at and it's almost like they were just trying to scare them and being rowdy asshole teens essentially <laughs> so at around 11 p.m it was decided that the family needed to get out so they picked their moment ran to the vehicles and beelined it straight to one police chief russell greenwell greenwell noted that the family seemed to be very shaken up they were a family who would normally deal with issues intruders and otherwise themselves so for them to come to the police definitely showed that something was very very wrong and had seriously scared them. Mm, they're not ones to cry wolf. No, or creepy goblin alien things. <laughs> yeah, that too. Wolf all the time. Goblins, no. <laughs> 
Around 20 police officers descended onto the farmhouse to see what they could find, and what they found was evidence in the way of damage that supported the family's story. Stranger still, some of the coppers also said that they heard strange noises and saw some lights in the surrounding area. But the police left around 2am, and the families came back to the farmhouse thinking it was all over. But Billy looked out of his window, and once again, the little fuckers were there! They'd come back! And they continued their attack for nearly another three hours until around 5am. The last sighting was seen, and the aliens buggered off to thankfully never be seen again. Like taunting. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, nah, you f***ers, you thought you got rid of us. Shoot me, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Little almonds falling out, their eye sockets. <laughs> Taste my nuts. <laughs> But that story is, as I said earlier, not where it ends. I wasn't exactly going to go into this, but I'm going to recount as best I can off the top of my head because it's quite a long and bizarre story. But there are a couple of paranormal investigators called Greg and Dana Newkirk. Right. I think in the last five or so years, maybe a little less, they have released a docu-series recounting their strange interaction regarding this goblin case. Greg said in 2012, when he was just a young budding paranormal investigator, he received an email from a man named Terry Rist. Okay. This email went to his old paranormal webpage from when he was just a teenager. It was from a Kim. (laughs) Hey, my boyfriend's out of town. (laughs) But yeah, this email went to his old web address, so it wasn't really used anymore. But he did end up seeing this message, which said something along the lines of he was being terrorised with these small creatures with the big bald heads, clawed hands and feet, and he lived near a mineshaft. So he messaged back and didn't get a reply. So he just assumed it was a joke, you know, given the name of the person who emailed it in. But then 2016, another paranormal investigator named Carl Pfeiffer went through a huge heap of strange synchronicities which are like coincidences but seem to hold a lot more of a deeper personal meaning okay this got him in touch with greg and dana what follows is too much to get into on this episode but it is a fantastic and strange journey that further explores the goblin case and it might be a bit reminiscent of what i was talking about in episode eight so if anyone's interested i highly recommend checking out hellia and it is on youtube and amazon and i will link it so you can watch it but it is a bloody good creepy interesting watch so is this something that we should do on a future episode we definitely could have a look, but I mean, I think it's eight episodes is series one, and uh, I haven't even really watched series two. Ah. What I meant about episode eight is, uh, you know, when I said about something will happen and then it'll have a knock on effect. So, like, you'll see a UFO and then all of a sudden you'll start seeing Bigfoot, then you'll start having poltergeist activity. That don't seem to be connected. Yeah, so in this series, they just thought it was aliens, and then all of a sudden it's these creatures that live in the mines. Then all of a sudden they're getting like EVPs and mm. they do this thing, I can't remember what it's called, but they block off all their sensors. They have a blindfold and they have earphones, black in the spirit box into there so it's like a, a radio that cycles through channels right and the ghosts or the entities whatever are supposed to be able to pick out certain yeah, yeah pick out certain words so that they can answer you so you can't hear anything that's going on and then the people will be like uh what's your favorite color and then the person who can't hear you or see you or anything will just go yellow so it's like mm. it's like a blind test so you're getting an answer so you know they have stuff like that and then one of them receives a message i think to go off into the middle of the woods at like midnight or stuff like that Ooh. so it's super creepy and uh, series one was amazing i don't know why i didn't get into season two that's just my curse i always do that maybe we could like sit down and take some notes and do an episode on it that might be pretty cool cool yeah i feel like we should probably delve into that a little more yeah absolutely that'd be cool rather than being against each other and competing to do better content we will actually collaborate and uh actually no i don't really like that yeah i hate you (laughs) i mean i hate that idea (laughs) freudian slip yeah 
So, um, any thoughts and questions about those gobblobs? No. See, goblins are never something that I really think of when I think paranormal. I don't mean that as I think, oh yeah, goblins, super normal. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't picture goblins. I know what you mean. Yeah. I think goblins maybe fall more under things like fey folk, fairies, yeah. goblins, elves, that sort of Trolls thing. Trolls. And... Yeah. I think it's just called that because they looked like that. I mean, they probably just saw a goblin in popular culture and then saw this alien and thought, that's the closest thing I can relate that to, which is why it's called that. Yeah, I get it. They're just not things that I consider, really. Okay, well, let's just call them aliens then. Okay. Yeah, goblin aliens. L- look up a picture of them, because they are creepy as hell. Actually, I have one on a t-shirt. Oh, okay. You've probably seen it before. I've just seen one that looks like a f***ing Pokemon. Right. Did you put Pokemon after your search? Yes. <laughs> Is that why? <laughs> That'll be your problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I still don't understand the almond eyes, but there you go. Well, you're not a seasoned paranormal investigator yet. Sorry. Yeah, they do look creepy, though. Super creeps, yeah. It's the big ears. I mean, they look like part chihuahua. <laughs> Kelly Hopkinsville Chihuahuas. <laughs> you imagine one of these, like, looking in your window, though. Imagine you're sat at your recording desk right now, and your window's to your right, and it's, like, 11 at night, and all of a sudden you look up and see one of them peering at you. Yeah, that's awful. I wonder if their eyes glow. Uh, ask it when it pops its head up tonight. <laughs> well, I'd know, wouldn't I? Oh, well, very true, <laughs> Unless yeah. it's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> so I have to take all its nuts out first. <laughs> It has to be careful because otherwise it just blinds itself. They just get caught yeah. in glasses. If it's doing its hair in a mirror. <laughs> 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 How creepy. Very strange. Anyway, right, I want to hear some of these questions. Uh, you maybe won't. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> right, then. I cannot wait. Let's just get straight into it. Actually, before I do, what is your most favourite food? What do you love the most? What do I love the most? Think Kevulus. <laughs> I am quite partial to a good old burger. Ooh, what sort of burger? A cheese burger. Burger. Cheese burger. What yep. about a, a nice bacon cheeseburger? No, I don't like bacon really. It's no. too, too salty for me. Is that after all the kevulus? Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit, a bit overloaded on sodium after that. <laughs> okay, what would you say is your least favourite food? I'd absolutely just despise. You couldn't imagine eating it. Uh, it's probably some sort of fish thing. Yeah, yeah. Any, any fish um squid have you tried squid i have not no i refuse (laughs) (laughs) okay thanks for that no worries so let's begin would you rather have the ability to read minds of everyone in the world or to be able to move objects with your mind uh when i read people's minds is that like all at once or can i choose who i read no you can choose who you read the mind of i think i would prefer to move objects with my mind Ooh. okay why is that because sometimes even like the people closest to you can think things that you probably wouldn't like but delicate human yeah <laughs> like if i said to my wife hey darling can i have a cuddle and she was like no nah, i'm not really in the mood to be touched right now but in my head she'd be like you clingy fucker <laughs> like that bit would never come into our conversation and never be brought up or even thought about that i'd just be a passing thought to her but if i knew she was thinking that i'd be like what yeah <laughs> so, i know what you mean it'd be worse though wouldn't it if she was like oh yeah and then in your head she's like sake (laughs) not him again can't wait to get back to kim (laughs) i wonder if she's emailed me (laughs) okay so you would choose a telekinesis to move things yeah okay interesting here's another one would you rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or feel like you need to sneeze but just not be able to for the rest of your life okay you went from naught to a hundred (laughs) there Hey, what special power would you like? How would you like to ruin your life for the rest of the 
Um, I would probably prefer to have hiccups, but even <coughs> whenever <coughs> you start me off now, Oh, God, it's going. Whenever I hear people hiccup or cough, it makes me cough. It's like, you know, when people say yawn, it makes you yawn. Right, like it's contagious. Yeah, yeah. It's like if I see my son hiccuping, it's even making me feel like I'm going to now. But like if I <coughs> see him coughing or hiccuping, it makes me do it. It's like a, a <coughs> knee jerk. <coughs> Stop. You're going you're gonna to kill me. <coughs> I will jump down this phone, John. <coughs> Stop. <coughs> I'll destroy you. So you'd rather hiccup forever? <laughs> I guess so, because just having that sneeze would just be so annoying. Yeah, and not being quite able to fix that urge of needing yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, that'd be awful, wouldn't it? At least you'd have the, the respite in between hiccups. Well, uh, I mean, it depends how severe it is. Well, if it was that severe, I'd die because I wouldn't be able to breathe. So <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would be a short life. <laughs> So what your question is, is would you prefer to have hiccups for 10 minutes <laughs> or prefer to almost sneeze for the rest of your life? Yeah. Or have hiccups sporadically throughout the day. Yeah. Okay. Still hiccups? We'll go for that one. Okay. Still hiccups. All right. I've got a genie that's granting these wishes, by the way, so <laughs> choose wisely. Oh, fantastic. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> Here's another one. Would you rather eat only cheeseburger yep. for the rest of your life mm-hmm. or be able to eat anything else you want to but never be able to eat burgers again i would probably say eat anything else because there is a loophole i could just be like yeah i'll get a donna burger or <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough you would forfeit your favorite cheeseburger yeah to never eat it ever again yeah because there's, there's hundreds of other types of burgers that come with cheese squid burger with what you want <laughs> squid burger <laughs> cheesy squid burger delicious oh. Only made worse if you have red wine with it. Oh, God. I hate red wine as well. (laughs) Here's another one. Would you rather have the ability to be invisible or have the ability to instantly teleport? Ooh, uh, teleport. Ooh, okay. Easy, because I've often, right, been in bed at like 10 in the morning after I've just put my son down and thought, I wish I could just teleport downstairs so I don't have to go down them creaky steps. Amazing. You could just get a carpenter. Yeah, that costs money, Jordan. (laughs) which I do not have, I would rather be able to teleport. They could fix your door at the same time. I fixed that. I fixed the door. (laughs) Oh, did you? Well done. Yep. Just call me Carpenter Boy. Uh, How did you do it? (laughs) Bit of blue tack. Yeah. (laughs) Spat on it. (laughs) No, I stuck some raw plugs into the wall and screwed into them. (laughs) The door doesn't swing now. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have to teleport. I've been stuck in this room since. Just out of curiosity, what kind of thing would I, as a nearly 40-year-old man, do with invisibility? (laughs) I always thought about this right. Let's say you had the power of invisibility. Yeah. Does that mean CCTV and such can also not see you? I guess so. But, I mean, you wouldn't be able to see where you're going anyway because the eye works through light reflecting off the back and bouncing, you know, around, and that's how you see. So if you went invisible, the light would just... The photons would pass through you and you would have no sight, so... So I'd just end up getting bruised? You'd just end up just not be able to see you just be like i can't move and then you'd come back to visibility and you'd be like well that was a wish well wasted in the middle of the m1 yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dear never mind okay let's move on to another one okay hit me. would you rather be extremely allergic to cheeseburgers oh my god or be forced to eat squid once a week Allergic to cheeseburgers. Same again, I could just get a, a non-cheeseburger or... No, no, so the, the catch here is that you cannot have something similar, so you couldn't have a burger with a side of cheese. Okay, right. You know, burgers are no more. Okay, I would say goodbye to burgers, because I could pretty easily just get addicted to another fast food. <laughs> 
calamari. <laughs> oh, God, no. Ugh. Actually, funny story. When I was at that Chinese restaurant, not the time just gone, you know, it's Stinky Lotus. Yes, <laughs> Stinky Logan. I was I was there about, I think it was the third to last time or something, and I ordered a little a little plate of salt and pepper chicken. Nice. And I brought it out, right? And I, I picked it up, and I was like, da, 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 like, put it towards my mouth, and my wife was like, no. And I was like, what? Let me eat my chicken. And she was like, that's squid, bro. And I was like, what? And I looked at it, and she noticed, luckily, her using her chef head was like, that ain't chicken, that's squid. <laughs> it had tentacles. <laughs> yeah. It was writhing around. I was like, you just saved my life, wife. And she was like, yeah. Right. One day, I really want us to get together, and I want you to try squid. Nope. Absolutely not. Never. <laughs> How much money would you have to be paid to try and eat some squid? Uh, anything over probably a million. Okay. So it would take you a million pounds to eat a piece of squid. Yes. Okay. And it would have to be a, a piece that I okay. All right. So imagine right now, this was serious. Like, I was able to back you a million quid. <laughs> yep. As you do. Mm-hmm. You would right now eat a piece of squid like a very small piece that i i was okay with yeah like a, a decent mouthful size of squid yeah i mean the, the money would be helpful i mean it is edible i'm, I'm, I'm just an idiot so yeah so yeah I'd, I'd, i know i wouldn't die it might make me feel a bit sick but i'd have a million quid at the end so yeah i'd eat it that's true what about five hundred thousand pounds uh that would still be pretty helpful but with every decrease in price you'll have to decrease the same percentage of squid okay that's my rules okay so if you had like a, a foot of squid for a million pounds if you want to give me half a million then you have to half the foot to half a foot of squid okay so if i give you a tenner i'll just give you a tiny little piece yeah, like, like a little millimeter i'll just inhale it <laughs> call it squid lung <laughs> disgusting <laughs> I've heard horror stories about people eating squid, right? And like, um, I know what you're going to say. Often octopus as well. Don't know if it's the same story. I mean, I might be wrong. It might just be an urban legend, but it's something that's stuck in my head since I, I heard it. But um, apparently, like the tentacles or the the suckers are how they mate. And some woman ate a squid and it, it hooked her or something like that. And and she got like little baby squid injected into her gob. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> why would you eat it? Just get a bloody cheeseburger for God's sake. <laughs> I've heard stories, especially like in Asian cultures, where they do actually eat small baby live octopus. Yeah, like they are live and wriggling around. Yeah, and I've heard stories where people have died because they have suctioned to their throat and you know couldn't breathe. Oh no way! Yeah, cut off their airway. Yeah, yeah, awful thought. I guess that's the final act of a desperate octopus. (laughs) I guess so. Eat me, will you? (laughs) It's like, do they not chew? Couldn't tell you, pal. You would think, wouldn't you? I am not. Squiddy connoisseur. So. Yeah, what about octopus connoisseur? Oh, yeah. Love octopus. <laughs> Can't get enough. They call me the octopus master in town, yeah. <laughs> okay, so would you rather have the ability to read minds, but you will be illiterate, or just have the ability to read? Okay, two things. Uh, I am illiterate, as you can tell, as every single time I update our podcast. And I cannot read minds. Fuck. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I currently have option one. <laughs> So I would just like to be able to read, please. (laughs) What about this next one? Would you rather... Be able to please your wife? (laughs) Yes, yes, I'll just say yes. (laughs) Just that one. I don't want to hear a second option. (laughs) I'll send that bit to you, wife. Would you rather be the ugliest person in the entire world or the smelliest person in the world that even deodorant and aftershave cannot cover up? Ugliest versus smelliest. Yeah, I'm already pretty ugly, so... What's, <laughs> this what's is where you're like, well, I'm smelly and I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> already both of those things, so... 
No, uh, I, I would say the ugliest because I'm, I'm used to being an uggo. So what did you say? A uh, what? An uggo. An uggo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go. I'll go for that. Okay. Would you rather have your farts be super loud and obvious that they came from you, but have no smell? Yeah. Or be totally silent yet smell horrendous, like a dead rodent that carked it four weeks ago? Well, um, my wife and I have this competition where we both try and outfart each other. Excellent. I'll send her this bit as well. <laughs> Just send the whole thing. I will go for loud but scentless because they're hilarious. Okay. I, I I don't I don't care. I am not ashamed to say that I am thirty five and I still laugh at fart. <laughs> I was always dead nervous about farting in front of people, right? And then when I met my wife, I was just like, Look, if we're gonna be together, you know, I'm gonna have to fart, so do you mind? And she was like, No, go for it. So I was like, Nice one. And then she was like, Oh my god, what have I done? <laughs> so now it's just like an ongoing battle we have. <laughs> that was your wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, I've got a few more, but these get a little more difficult now, I think. I'm excited. Would you rather have your past and future web browsing history available to everyone, <laughs> or have all of your private text messages available for everyone to read? Uh, well, my search history is nothing but how to make the world a better place. Of course it is. How to make my wife happy. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't really have private text messages because I'm an open book, so... So you just do both? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would probably say web browsing history because I use uh, incognito mode, so there's nothing on there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's say it was that incognito didn't count and it still tracks. Okay, uh, can I can I take a forfeit on this one and just be like... Eat squid. Yeah, I'll never eat a cheeseburger again and I'll stick a squid up my ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, actually? A squid. So when it's alive, it's fairly dark and colourful. Yeah. And at the moment that it dies, it goes white and basically goes clear. Oh, no way. Instantly. So like when chefs have to prepare squid and, and of course they have to kill it and it immediately just whoosh, just goes white. It's the most incredible kind of thing. No way. Isn't that like similar with lobsters and things? Like they're not actually red until they're cooked. But it doesn't go like instant. You know, no, you no, can yeah, kill a lobster and it would still be the colour that it is until it's cooked. But yeah, it's just a, an interesting thing there. Side fact for you all. If I get done for killing lobsters now, I'm just going to play that clip where you just gave me permission. Like, <laughs> I'll record myself. What can I do today, Jordan? You can kill a lobster. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I didn't say person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, per- not not person. Lobster. Wait, sorry. Yeah, uh, continue. Okay. Would you rather have sex with a goat? What? And no one knows that you did it. With a coat? With a goat. Oh, a goat. (laughs) Oh, if you're the goat, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Or not have sex with a goat, but everyone thinks you did it. I'll I'll bum a goat. (laughs) Great, I'm just going to end it there. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sound clip for the end of the show. (laughs) Yeah, bum a goat, why not? Great. <laughs> right, I'm going to move on now. I don't want any more. <laughs> Do not explain yourself. That is it. Information. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Would you rather live in a house with five million baby spiders going around? Oh, my. F- yeah. Or a house with 20 alien greys? Oh, my God. You really know that's a difficult one. Uh, how many spiders? Five million little baby spiders. We're not talking tarantulas, just little baby spiders, but five million of Are them. Are they in the room with me? Me or... Oh yeah, they're all around. They're everywhere. Can I escape the room? It's in your house, so 
either you don't live in your house. Okay. Yeah. Or... I'll go for I'll go for aliens. Would you really? I would. I know that I know that's completely coming out of the left field there, and you wouldn't expect that at all. But spiders just grim, you know, they get in your orifices and your nose and your ears and your mouth and the at least aliens are big enough to be able to punch. <laughs> <laughs> and its poor head goes back on itself. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm completely well versed in how to kill them now. So <laughs> after that last episode, so I know exactly what I'm doing. So yeah, you do have to triple somersault first. Obviously, yeah. I've been practicing. <laughs> Good. Ever since I heard that, I've been I've been practicing my triple somersault. So yeah, uh, I go for the aliens, and I'd um I would hide in corners and do what they do. I'd just be like jump out at them, like <laughs> so that one of them's like brushing the teeth, like did did did, like getting, <laughs> getting ready for the night time, and I'd, blah, <laughs> scared the little shit. What you don't realise is the corner that you hide in houses a bunch of spider cobwebs. That's fine, I'll just throw them at the greys, I'll use them to my advantage. (laughs) Like when the aliens are like sleeping, like I'll sit like two foot away from the face and wait for them to wake up. Amazing. (laughs) Like be staring at them. Beautiful. Anyway, even I don't like that. To be honest, if I did live in the house with them, I have an easy out, because I think episode one I just said to you, I'm just going to find a corner, do my my little routine, and then I'm going to give them your number. Slide down your pile of poo. That's the one, yeah, straight down. Hey guys, uh, my co-host loves you grey ones, so... <laughs> you grey ones. <laughs> you grey ones, so jog on over to his house. He's got some pasta waiting for you. I think he said something about a lasagna last time. They're like, oh, lasagna. Meatballs and ragu. That's the one. And the pizza are on its way. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what, actually, just go visit Italy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you fine. might get a better, a better experience if you just go to Italy. Okay, last one for you. Okay. Would you rather orgasm <laughs> intensely every time someone says your name right. or shit yourself every time you saw someone you know? Okay, that's an obvious one. Is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I just orgasm every time anyone says my name because everyone refers to me as oi you or oi face or hey dickhead anyway. So no one calls me by name. And then if I'm ever bored, you know, it's late night and I'm just downstairs, I just be like, Ian. <laughs> this is... <laughs> when you haven't cleaned up or something, your wife's going, like, <laughs> I don't think she'd be that kind. <laughs> you useless shit. <laughs> Another easy one. Amazing. So you'd go for the, the orgasm. All right, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like we all got to know you a bit better there, especially regarding goats. Yeah, a little bit too much. <laughs> <laughs> Really good. Love it. Fantastic. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Comedy gold. (laughs) (laughs) I'd bum a goat. (laughs) I'll bum a goat. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) You're really good at that, you know. Thank you. I've practiced. I can't do it. Can't you? No. Never know. Try. Uh, (laughs) That's like... (laughs) Like the most monotone goat. <laughs> <laughs> <Bah>. uh. <laughs> it's a goat that's bored shitless. <laughs> Been in this field for years. Come and bum me. <laughs> I think that about brings us to the end today, does it not? <laughs> I think we had definitely better end it there. Yes, that's probably a very, very good idea. Thank you, everyone at home, for tuning in to today's episode of Two Guys What's Up. If you would all like to get in touch with us and you have any idea that you'd like us to research, you'd have something read out on a future episode or if you just want to say hi to us if you want to send us a creepy story all the links to our socials and where you can reach us are at twoguyswhatsup.com which will be linked in the description of this episode for your clickety click pleasure and don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode and maybe even tell a friend drizzle your lettucey friend with the two guys what's up salad dressing and gobble them down and and spread the love 
in that one, I heard, why? <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. If you are enjoying the show and you are feeling kind, a five-star rating and review in the Apple Spotify podcast app would go a long way to help us out, and we would be eternally grateful. Yes, if we tickled your goat. If we tickled your goat, tickle my like button. <laughs> Which is what I call Jordan's penis. <laughs> <laughs> My like button. <laughs> but on that note, thank you very much for listening. Have an amazing week, guys, and we will be back next Monday, and we will see you then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, I'll dub a goat. Bye.